Hey guys, thanks for tuning back into Truth Radio, a podcast station dedicated to bringing the body of Christ together through the Word of God, prayer, and testimony. On Truth Radio, we don't allow our past to define who we are, but we allow the Word of God to show us who we are in His Son, Jesus Christ. Let's begin. Hey guys, thanks for joining Truth Radio. I'm glad that you are here. You're able to tune in today. I actually have Jonathan Portillo on phone uh, coming to us live from Desert Hot Springs, California. Uh, Jonathan, how's the weather out there? Uh, it's a little warm. You know, uh, yesterday I landed here and it was like, I believe, 102 degrees. So it's a little different than Minnesota right now. Um, you guys enjoy the weather, you know, if you're out there. It's a, um, it's a dry heat yeah, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dry heat. It's not humid, you know. Amen. Get a couple sweat, a couple drips of sweat on the brow, but that's about it, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So, how are you doing today? I'm good. Um, actually, I wanted to talk about so the last podcast that you guys tuned into. We we're talking about being desperate for God, and it was the video one that I did that the Lord kind of just shook me for one morning. And Jonathan went through one of these shakings this morning where he calls me at 8 o'clock our time, which was 6 o'clock his time. And so I'm going to kind of turn it over to you, Jonathan, to just kind of take over. I know that you got stuff going on today. Um, so I just want you to just talk about what the Lord put on your heart. All right, so this morning um, I woke up and wanted to do a Bible study, you know, so I got into to First Peter um, chapter 1. But I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. But, uh, we, we're going to do a, a Bible study in Mark. Or, or you know what, I'll, I'll just back up to what I said First Peter, a call to holy living. First uh, Peter speaks about, um, well, this section talks about um, not living in um, our old ways as uh, after we are called to Jesus and, and come to know him. So that um, it kind of has to do what uh what we we're gonna speak about in uh mark two so uh do you mind if i just uh start it up no right, go ahead all right well uh okay here goes uh mark two jesus heals a paralyzed man when jesus returned to Capernaum several days later the news spread the news spread quickly that he was back home soon well soon the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors and there was no more room, even outside the door. While he was preaching God's word, word to them, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They, they couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the mat on, or they, they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus, seeing their faith. Jesus said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. But some, some of the teachers of religious law who were sitting there through thought to themselves, what is he saying? This is blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew immediately that there were, they were what they were thinking. So he asked them, why do you, why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, your, sorry, your sins are forgiven, or stand up, pick up your mat, and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority 
on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. And the man jumped up, grabbed his mat, and walked out. Out the stunned, out, sorry, walked out through the stunned onlookers. They were all amazed and praised God, exclaiming, "We've never seen anything like this before." So, where 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 this comes in, um, links up with. Um, I'll just jump into First Peter, what I read this morning. So we called the Holy Living, and I'll, I'll go back and um, kind of uh, break it down a little bit. So think clearly and exercise self-control. Look forward to the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So, so you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. So, I'll just uh, go straight to uh, the guy on the mat, you know, the paralyzed man. So, um, what I wrote down is, uh, you are all at one time and still at times paralyzed man and some of us are still that paralyzed man who um who is looking to be healed and we have we can't do it on our own so yes just um and at the end of that God tells the guy to get off his mat and go and that's like where he so he experienced Jesus Christ he knows Jesus Christ you know and as for us God tells us to pick up our mat and walk, we're forgiven, you know, and we need to walk that out. That's where the first, uh, first Peter comes in, where, like, now that we know Christ, we no longer are supposed to, uh, are supposed to live back into our old life with our selfish desires, you know, we're supposed to live for Christ. And, um, I know that after that, and walking out and living for Christ mm-hmm. we also need to be like those four men who who brought that the paralyzed man to Jesus and um yeah so yeah I think it just it paints such an amazing picture of you know the our walk with Christ we, we have a desperation for knowing Jesus and after that, Jesus then in turn um, pulls us from where we are, cleans us up and says, okay, go, go about your way with this new way of living in grace and in love and in discipline. And then these four guys, like Jonathan said, had a desire to help this man so he can be healed, so he can find Jesus. You know, and Jonathan, before um, we had done this podcast together and I gave him the call, he was telling me that... Um, You know, there are times in our lives where we need to start ripping the roofs off of stuff. We need to tear down the walls and whatever that barrier is, you guys, between you and Christ. And say, say, let's put it this way, something a little more real. Do you have somebody in your family or in your friend circle that doesn't know Jesus? And it should be a resounding yes. Everybody knows that one person, that those two people, and maybe maybe there's many. So here's my question. As somebody who is now a follower of Christ, 
and it is now your responsibility to go ye and make disciples, what walls and roofs are you tearing up so your family and your friends can meet Christ? John, right. Yeah, and uh, I wrote down too, mind you, that the men who lowered the man on the mat to Jesus through the, made a hole in the roof. So it's like, I know this walk is not going to be easy. We have, we have to work <laughs> to bring people to Christ. You know, and it's, it's not. I'm not saying to bring people to Christ is going to, like, is always, you know, like manual labor or whatever. But there are the people that we do have to, um, yeah, pretty pursue. much, get to dig and pursue. Yeah, absolutely. To, bring them to Christ. We have have to be those people. And we get to be. And I think that's one of the amazing things. Like I I saw that you kind of tuned in to Pastor Jason Hoggs. I call him a pastor. I don't know if he calls himself a pastor, but the way that he teaches, um, he's definitely a pastor. So, um, you know, I saw that you tuned into his message last night on the live stream. And that was um, something that he talked about is that when we fill ourselves up with the grace of God. We we get to go in and do these things, and it actually yeah. makes it a desire in our hearts to want to go out and do these things. And like, have you heard about Jesus? Do you know my King? Let me tell you something. And it is it is a, such a testimony. Just you know, I've seen Jonathan. We we've known each other for quite a few years now. And if you guys that are listening to this can just be prayerful of this disciple who has gone out. Um, you know, he's going through some struggles with, may I share about some of this, Jonathan? Yeah, go ahead. I'm <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> Should have maybe asked you beforehand. Um, so Jonathan, Jonathan had a, a family member pass away. And so he's currently um, in Desert Hot Springs, California, um, just to be with his family during this time of um, mourning. And one of the things that um, the Lord put on Jonathan's heart was, "Hey, you know, why don't you guys send me some Bibles because I, I want to start. I want to reach some people while I am here." And, and that just falls in line with everything that we just talked about, you guys. That that from a a, a sinner who honestly rejected Christ. Am I am I wrong to say that, Jonathan? No, you're not. Okay, from a sinner who has rejected Christ to somebody who's like, "Hey, while I'm here, and and my family's in mourning, and, and there is some." emotional anguish you know what i still want to serve god i want to go up to people and ask them do you know my jesus do you know my king and and can i pray for you and that is such a testimony and a witness to what christ can do to anybody anybody that surrenders their life fully jonathan i want to thank you for being on the show we're going to continue on um in verse 13 but jonathan thank you um i appreciate you i love you brother I love you too. Uh, you have a great day. Uh, all you listeners have a great day. And I, I pray that this speaks into your life. Um, just uh, when you come to know Jesus, <laughs> if you know Jesus right now, just get off that mat and walk, just please. And um, I, I know sometimes we like to lay that back down on that mat, or sometimes we're forced to by other circumstances. But I, I, I just pray that um, we just walk together. And I, I thank you, Joey, for inviting me on this podcast, man. Absolutely. Uh, I love you, brother. Um, you have a great day. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Right. Bye-bye.
so that that was awesome you guys i've actually never been able to do a just an over the phone podcast interview and um i couldn't think of a better day and, and reason to do that um it's amazing when we surrender our lives to christ how he will just randomly just drop these things um on us and and to be able to just be obedient to christ and say okay i need to get this message out um how how awesome if you guys are still with me, I'm going to continue um, just for uh, four more verses and kind of just expound on those things. So if you have your Bibles, I hope you do. If you don't, call me, call Jonathan. If you're listening from California, he will get you a Bible. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to jump. Uh, Mark 2, verse 13. He went out again beside the sea, and all the crowds were coming to him, and he was teaching them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at a tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he rose and followed him. As he reclined at the table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and his disciples, for there are many that followed him. And the scribes of the Pharisees, when they saw this, that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, said to his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? And when Jesus heard this, he said to him, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners. I find it interesting. I mean, and we kind of see this, not, I mean, mainly in Jesus' life, but also in the disciples' lives. And and now, hopefully, Lord willing, your life, where Jesus removes Levi from his... um, his current environment to show him a new way of life, a, a new way of surrender, living a surrendered life to Christ and, and knowing his teachings and bringing that message to other people. You know, it's, it's interesting to me that not one of the disciples did Jesus say, you know, stay there and, and learn about my teachings. No, he said, follow me. And immediately they got up and they followed him. They left their circumstances. And, and for many of them, it, it, can almost be perceived as their area of struggle. For Levi, um, or Matthew, depending on your reading of the text, he was surrounded by his selfish, sinful desires, and as a tax collector, that was usually theft. Tax collectors were despised in the Bible. And so Jesus saw this man and, and saw something in him as he does in you, and says, follow me, and shows Levi or Matthew a, a new way of life. Let me ask you something. What's your tax booth? Or as Jonathan said, what's your mat? What's holding you back from continuing on with this walk with Christ? And and here's something that's sad but true. Many Christians remain in their tax booth. Many Christians remain on their mat. When the Lord has said, come and follow me, or get up, your sins are forgiven. There's a supernatural, man, how do I say that? There's nothing natural about following Christ. It goes against everything that we are taught to believe in as humans. We serve a supernatural God and therefore we should be living supernatural lives.
go and make disciples is one of the greatest, it is the greatest commandment that the Lord gave us. It's not the greatest commandment. I, let me take that back. It's the great commission. The greatest commandment is uh, love the Lord your God and then love your neighbor as yourself. But the great commission says go and make disciples. So just like these men that were carried in the paralytic man, they brought somebody to Christ and there was this desperation and this hunger and they tore up the roof just so this man could, could meet Jesus. Let's, as the body of Christ, start to tear apart some roofs. Let's help people off of their mat. We're in a time, church, where there's going to be such an outpouring of the Spirit of God, and we don't want to miss it. Get out of your churches. Get out of your homes. Start praying for people. Give back to your community. Give back to your family. And reach out to the lost sinner. That's all I have for you guys today. We'll pick up in verse 18 um, some other time. Next week on Monday, I will be going live with my Aunt Nikki from Redwood Falls, Minnesota. Um, I'm very excited about that. She's going to be coming to preach at Harvest Church in Wilmer beginning of August, and we'll keep you updated on that. We're just going to talk about what God's doing in her life. There are some ministries that are ministry opportunities that the Lord is just um, blessing her with and trusting her with, which is just beautiful, and that's um, geared toward broken women. And I'm sure we all have somebody in our family or our friend circle that um, could really use just, excuse me, a word from the Lord about um, brokenness. And the Lord has just given her a huge heart for women's ministry. So I'm very excited to have her on later next week. Jason Haug, um, amazing, amazing, amazing teacher of the Word of God. I call him a pastor. Um, I definitely believe he is a pastor or an evangelist. Um, so praise the Lord. I will talk to you guys soon. And that's it.